everyone, and welcome to the American Constitutionalist. I'm Jeff Tokar, your host. I'm giving Cliff DeCamp and Cousin David Gibbs the night off, and I hope they enjoy their week. The American Constitutionalist's main purpose is to defend and champion a return to the original intent and meaning of the United States Constitution. In addition, we at the American Constitutionalist are not afraid to mix politics and religion because we believe in America they're inseparable. America was built as a Judeo-Christian nation and history proves it. Yet even though we were built on the Christian principles of the Bible as a Judeo-Christian nation, our founding fathers and framers of our constitution still left you with the freedom of choice and religion. Today I'm going to speak to you on truth and trust. I hope you will follow through with me on this podcast even if you may first believe you have a differing opinion. Make the determination for yourself after you listen to the podcast. We believe here at the American Constitutionalist, God has a divine plan whether we like it or not. We believe God allows government to exist and he blesses the government and nations who put their faith in him. So being founded as a Judeo-Christian nation meant we did just that. And thereby, God has blessed America richly. But we have turned from God and the government that has failed us, openly displays their proud self-reliance, power, and prestige like God themselves. I've said on many podcasts that as a Judeo-Christian nation, we were founded with a responsibility and accountability to each individual built on the principles found in God's word. They never said they had to believe in God. They just knew that to survive this nation must be built upon the rock of God's word with its virtue, character, integrity, equity, truth, honor, and justice. Sure, they like I wish you would believe as they did and I do, but just as God allows, you are given the freedom of choice. In episodes 39 and 40 of TAC, I talked about the different religions and associated beliefs. I shared that in essence, outside of religious belief, we share the same principles of truth, character, integrity, honesty, and morality. We can agree that at the very base of what freedom-loving government should be. That is what our founding fathers and framers of our Constitution also believe and intended. You have the freedom of choice. You have the responsibility and accountability in the freedom of religion. But as a nation desiring to remain free to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, we must have a just and moral plumb line to guide our nation. They chose God and his word, the Bible, to establish that plumb line. But under the current leadership and government, your very God-given freedom is under attack. Your God-given inalienable rights are being eroded, attacked, and taken from right under your nose. The government was allowed by God to exist. It was to be a perimeter, not a tyrannical power-hunger beast of burden and control. We have two basic choices to make. Return to the roots of a Judeo-Christian nation with its biblically-based just and moral principles, or follow the current path that is in a position to God and face divine judgment as a nation. However, please understand, government is not our salvation. God is. We can only succeed as a nation under and through his divine providence, blessing, and protection. We have to make the choice. However, even if this government falls, even if this nation fails, Christians put their hope not in this world, but in the internal kingdom of God. 
not the things of this world, not the things of this country, but rather the things of God. But even as Christians, even though our hope is in God, our future is in God, we are all in the same boat in this world and in this nation. If we allow this great Judeo-Christian nation to fail to a Marxist, narcissistic, euphoric, socialist mindset, we will fail and fall with it and be subject to the same national judgment God delivers to America. Just because we're Christians does not mean we're exempt from the penalty of corporate sin and ungodly leadership. In fact, as Christians, we are accountable and responsible for it. Think long and hard on this. This is why it is important to elect constitutionally conservative Judeo-Christian representatives. Elections matter. Voting and how we vote matters. We have turned our back on God and the roots of this great Judeo-Christian nation. We have turned from the foundational principles our founders and framers of our Constitution found in God's Word, the Bible. The failure of an ungodly human government and the failure of societal organization can be a form of divine judgment. Wickedness and abuse by ungodly and competent leadership thwarts God's purpose for his people. His purpose for America was to honor him, to be a light to the world, the city on a hill that displayed freedom in the world and eternal freedom from sin for all those who place their trust in him. God has a purpose. God has a divine plan, but God is just and he will not be mocked. I believe God's very hand was in the making of this great nation, even though his nation and his people is Israel and its people. But because of his people, and particularly Abraham and through Christ, we are all grafted in as being part of his redemptive covenant for mankind, for those who believe in him and put their faith in him. Therefore, I believe we can compare God's dealing with Israel and his chosen people to America as a people and a nation, a magnificent nation. He has allowed such great freedom and opportunity. God judged Israel for her sin, and he will do the same for America for hers. He is slow to anger, but he will not tolerate sin or abandoning him as Lord God and sovereign king. He is always seeking restoration and redemption but will deliver divine judgment in his due time for sin. The warnings to America are comparable just like those given to Israel and the prophets and other books of the Bible. If we do not turn to him and repent as a nation, then you can expect him to judge us even more than he did to his own people. God will bring judgment on the ungodly as well as the godly that tolerate ungodliness. He will and is coming to bring righteousness and restore order to this world. There will be no counter defense to his judgment and justice. It will only be as he says it will be. And as I've stated before, God will never agree to disagree. His word is golden, his word is truth, his word is righteous, his word is just, his word is final. If we do not seek renewal and restoration in him, we will lose his forgiveness, favor, mercy, and blessing as a people and as a nation. Wickedness in this nation is destroying relationships and communities. Ungodly leadership brings about chaos, alienation, and destruction. Psalm 53 tells us, Only fools say in their hearts there is no God. They are corrupt, and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. 
God looks down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. But no, all have turned away. All have become corrupt. No one does good. Not a single one. We have too many of these fools leading America today. My father always told me, I will trust you until you prove to me I can't trust you. Today, we only seek truth. We just want the truth. We want to put our trust in someone who gives us truthful information. But unfortunately, there's not a wealth of truth to be found. What about trust? Who or what can you really trust? I challenge you to be very careful in your quest to find truth. Be careful of where you place your trust. On a heavenly realm, I promise you, you can find truth and trust in trusting in God's word, the Bible. On a human realm, I cannot guarantee it anywhere or with anyone. So don't trust everything you hear, read, or see, especially on the internet, public media sources, or other social media. You have to decide if your truth comes from people like Levin, Hannity, Carlson, Bongino, Ingram, Prager, Newsmax, Fox, what or whomever. But be careful, though. Trust until they prove they cannot be trusted. You need to vet through God's principles and priorities he has set for mankind in America. There are many liars out there. There are many out there deceiving in government and in the media. But liars deceive even themselves. They think they're innocent of any charges of evil doing, even though they love evil and causing destruction. They speak in arrogance, sarcasm, bitterness, boasting, and deception. That is the narcissist. They speak lies for their own glory, power, control, and edification. They administer justice for their own interest rather than for true freedom. This absence of justice is resulting in a violent society. Vindication will be the reward for those who live for God, because God will show his treacherous, deceptive, and wicked traitors no mercy. His judgment will be swift and sudden. Psalm 62 says that all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him, for God is our refuge. These corrupt leaders do not know that in the scope of all creation, they are as worthless as a puff of wind, and the powerful are not what they appear to be. If you weigh them on the scales together, they are lighter than a breath of air. God will repay for all that is done. Unlike God, we as humans are transient beings. Those who place their stock on wealth, power, prestige, popularity, and the things of this world do not realize it is fleeting. Their twisted way at looking at life corrupts God's holy order. What God does is righteous. God undoes what is evil, what is wicked, and pays them back with what they planned for others. Only God could bring the ultimate justice we desire. Isaiah stated, What sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. 
What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. To despise God's word means to ignore it, to live without regard for keeping it. This attitude toward God leads to folly and ruin. The Lord is ready to heal the truly repentant, but not those who purely want to avoid judgment while holding on to their sinful ways. America is so sunk in sin that when we hear truth, it does not bring us closer to God, but the irreverence for truth drives them away. We have lost our fear of God. Fear of God means reverencing him as God by acknowledging there is nothing greater than he, for only then he becomes our sanctuary where our salvation is assured. Human government, human nature proves to be untrustworthy. The Lord alone is holy and to be feared. He is trustworthy. He gives us truth. Look to God for instruction and teaching. Those who contradict his word are completely in the dark. These are the foolish that engage in rash and immoral behavior, ignoring the consequences that are to come. They do not desire to do the moral acts and disdain intelligent behavior that is pleasing to God. We, those Christians, those who believe in God, those who believe that we were created as a Judeo-Christian nation, we seek truth, we seek justice, but only a just person lives according to God's word and therefore deals accordingly. Being faithful to God brings honesty, dependability, credibility, truth, and trust. The leaders who have failed us will come under even more severe judgment because they bear the responsibility for the welfare of those under them. They bear the responsibility for truth, honor, justice, and to carry the torch of God's word, our constitution, and the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness, and freedom that God has bestowed on us as a Judeo-Christian nation. It's not too late to turn back to God, for he is our eternal salvation, and he is our nation's salvation. Just as he spoke to Israel through Jeremiah in chapter 7, I believe God is calling to America, Obey me, and I will be your God, and you will be my people. Do everything I say, and all will be well. But what happened to them next? Jeremiah reports, But my people would not listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted, following the stubborn desires of their evil hearts. They went backward instead of forward. Chapter 8. They cling tightly to their lies and will not turn around. I listen to their conversations and don't hear truth. Is anyone sorry for doing wrong? Does anyone say, what a terrible thing I have done? No. All are running down the path of sin as swiftly as a horse galloping into battle. How can you say we are wise because we have the word of the Lord when your teachers have twisted it by writing lies? These wise teachers will fall into the trap of their own foolishness, for they have rejected the word of the Lord. I've told you the prayer I pray in Proverbs before, that God, that those who dug this pit of evil, let them fall into it. And those who started the stone rolling, let it roll back on them. That is where God comes into play. That's where God will bring justice. That's where those who I always say that lay the landmines of deception, evil, and wickedness will eventually step on it to have it blow up on themselves. But we as Christians, we as conservatives, if we don't stand for this Judeo-Christian nation, when it does blow up, it will blow up on us too.
Spiritual rebellion is the source of America's problems. God will use our own ignorance and godliness and violence to punish us by giving us over to internal strife and conflict. God can even use a pandemic, disease, and plagues as judgment for sin, especially for turning from him. God alone is all-powerful and wise. He plans and holds the future. He alone determines which nations will rise to power and which will be defeated. His decision, his judgment, is in just response to persistent evil and wickedness. He will even use rogue nations, even those who are openly opposed to him, as vassals of judgment towards those who have turned from him. That means he can bring an enemy from within and without to destroy this wonderful nation he has allowed to exist. That enemy has been working relentlessly to destroy America as we know it. They are working to take away your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Sadly enough, the leadership in this country that supports this enemy from within and without do not realize it is leading them to their own destruction. They will not get what they expect in the end. If we do not change our course very soon, if we do not elect conservative constitutional Judeo-Christian leaders to represent us, to serve their fellow Americans under the divine guidance of God, to truly serve we the people, if we do not fight the faith set by our founding fathers and framers of our constitution, we are going to fall to the swift and revocable justice and judgment of God on America. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a fear-mongering threat. It is an absolute promise. We are on thin ice. We are holding on to liberty and freedom by a thread. We are treading treacherous waters, taking in gulps of evil, wickedness, vanity, deceit, complacency, and our one last breath away from death as a nation. America cannot and will not maintain what true freedom brings through the current minority voice of tyrannical, socialistic, euphoric, narcissistic fantasies of truth and equity. It is laying the landmine of slavery and bondage to government that will blow up on all of us, and once it does, freedom will never be recovered. Do you really hear me on this? Once freedom in America is lost, there is no other place on earth where it will ever flourish again. The world will be in bondage to evil. The world will be in bondage to darkness. The world will be on its final course to meeting the judgment of its creator. We need to get on our knees and continue to pray, pray, pray for God's divine intervention. That is the true hope for America and mankind. Pray that God will expose truth. Pray that God himself will come and purge America of the evil from within and destroy the evil from without. Just as he fought for Israel, if we turn back to him, he alone can clean house in America. Pray that his miraculous hand will be evident to everyone in this great nation. Was September 11th a warning shot across the bow of this great nation? People soon thereafter were on their knees seeking God. I hope it does not take another day like that or even worse to bring us back to reclaiming him as the sovereign God of this once great Judeo-Christian nation. We have a choice. Watch who you trust. Look for truth based on what God designed for mankind and America. Right now, we are at the mercy of God. We can pray, 
we can vote, we can petition the representation that God has allowed to govern us, and we can ask our circle of influence to do the same. You can help by sharing this podcast with your family and friends and subscribe. It's a free podcast so you can get automatic, timely information to truth in America. We need you to stand with us at the American Constitutionalist, spreading the word of truth as we strive to continue to be one nation under God, indivisible with liberty, justice, and freedom for all. Otherwise, complacency will lead to the death of freedom and of this great republic. For Cliff DeCamp and Cousin David Gibbs, this is Jeff Tokar reminding you that we at the American Constitutionalist still support and believe in God, our Constitution, America, and freedom.